Welcome to On the Brink, a fresh lens to take you and your business to new heights. Hi, I'm Andy Simon, your host and your guide. And remember, my job is to help you get off the brink, to see, feel, and think in new ways so that you can change. And to say that the world is changing a lot today is an understatement, but it isn't hard to find people who can help you do just what I want to do, which is to help you think about things differently. See them through a fresh lens. Begin to build some new ideas into your own idea bank. And as you tell me through all your emails, this is exciting times for you if you have a bit of a guide or someone who can help you, in fact, do what's so hard to do, which is to change. Remember, your brain hates me. So for the next half hour or so, I want you to meet Cammie Gildner. Let me tell you why it's important to bring somebody like Cammie to you to listen to what she's doing and how her own story has taken her in many directions, but into one now. It's very purposeful and passionate, and it's all about women helping women. So I'll read you a little bit about her bio. She believes women's voices matter. She's a connector, a storyteller. It does sound familiar. We always are telling stories, and I'm a big storyteller. She's a business coach for women, but it's wrapped up in a really different package. Her entrepreneurial journey was sparked by the breath of a horse over a decade ago, And the magical epiphany moment led Kami to discover her purpose in leading change maker women to give voice to their most important messages and create a ripple effect of worldly impact. She's going to tell you more about it. I love the words. We're horse people as well. I don't know if there's a real horse in here. Well, I was wondering. I was wondering that you said you live on a farm. So I'm, I think we share that. (laughs) Well, we fox hunted for 25 years. So we love horses. Um, She weaves soulful inspiration into mindful business strategies, which is why it's going to be fun today. Helps her clients up-level their businesses. Decades of leadership, marketing strategy, all kinds of wonderful learnings. Uh, She guides her clients to master their marketing money and mindset. Her soulful spirit leads her clients to unleash their magical manifestation of powers and live out loud, fueled with vitality and courage. She's the founder of Extraordinary Women Radio a podcast featuring widely successful women making an impact on the world. She's the author of Fire Dance, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of, a, to a life of Passion and Purpose. And then she was named in 2020, 25 Most Powerful Women in Business List by Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce, which she said was really quite amazing. I think she's amazing. And I think you're going to enjoy every minute of our conversation today. So, Cammie, thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me, Andy. It's it's quite a pleasure to be here. I was listening to some of your podcasts this morning, and it, it's, it's just you have a lot of great topics. Well, the other part is talking to a podcaster as yes. the interviewee is always humbling. And as we compare notes, as we wrap ourselves through this uh, journey, it's interesting to see how podcasting has become a platform for us to all share oh, our yes. deepest passions and purpose. And it's fun. People say, you're going to monetize it. I said, what for? It's more <laughs> fun than fun. The last thing I want to do is be accountable to deliver, you know, sales of some kind. But Cammie, I ask our interviewees to talk about their own personal story. You're a storyteller. And as you and I were talking, that story is a rich one. And it leads you to where we are today, which will help our listeners also understand how their life's journey can help them actually rethink where they are and where they're going. So please help us. Who's Cammie? Well, thank you so much for having me. And you're right. I love podcasting. It is an amazing opportunity to get to, to, to speak with so many people on both sides of the mic, right? Which I love to do. I'm beyond both sides of the mic. So I left the corporate world and from a VP of marketing role in a global organization over 13 years ago. 
So I left quite a while ago and I had all of the linear strategic thinking approaches to, to, you know, leading marketing organizations, doing marketing, doing branding, all that sort of thing. And thank goodness the universe had other plans for me. The universe said, you know, you're, you're meant to do something different because I would have never left. Uh, I got laid off. And I always say my blessing was I got laid off in the year 2008. Um, so first blessing, it was I got laid off. Second blessing was I, I got laid off in 2008 when there wasn't a lot of new VP of marketing roles around. So found my pathway out of the corporate world. Awesome. So glad. And, but it took me a long time to really figure out what I was meant to do. I I actually thought I was going to go back to the corporate world. And it was about 17 months of slowing down, listening, you know, getting out on walks on nature that I hadn't been taking for so, so long. And suddenly there was this day I woke up, I had been interviewing for some jobs that week and I didn't want those jobs. <laughs> I didn't know what I was meant to do. And I was I was on the phone with a coach and I was in tears and I was saying, you know, I don't know what I meant to do. And I don't feel like I want that job, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And she, she paused and in her very wise way and that day said to me, why don't you go out and breathe your horse's breath today? So I was a lifetime, I ha- am a lifetime horse owner, have had horses in my life the whole time. And I was like, okay, that's sure. I'll go out and try that. So I did. And it was a snowy Colorado day. And I walked out to the barn in my snow boots, trudging through 18 inches of snow that had fallen that day. And there was my paint mare, Sugary. And she was at the gate. And I paused and I leaned down and we kind of breathed back and forth and we had, she had, it was a frosty day. So like her breath was frosting in the air. She had frost on her whiskers and there was this, this knowing that started to come up inside of me. And I turned my back to her withers and I kind of leaned up against her and I just took it in. I just took, and suddenly it was so clear to me that I was not supposed to go back to the corporate world. I was supposed to go do something different, be an entrepreneur, which I was like, I had been saying, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> and there went my journey. And I and I actually started with equine guided coaching as, as, as the field that was pulling me into being an entrepreneur. I had learned of some people who were doing work with horses from a coaching perspective, from a leadership development perspective. And I'm like, okay, that's the coolest thing I ever heard of. So that's what really opened up my world to becoming an entrepreneur. I started very early on with all this passion around really helping women discover their next chapter because I was on fire discovering mine. And they were like, I want some of what she's, she's (laughs) drinking there. And what I discovered very quickly was all of my clients were leaving the corporate world behind me and starting their own business. And that's where the, the pathway of opening up the doorway to helping women entrepreneurs grow their businesses really opened up for me because I, I, I knew I had all the right pieces in my journey that, that enable me to help them grow their businesses and to get their voices out in bigger ways in the world. And that's, that's how I started my business. Well, you know, being a horsewoman and um, mm-hmm. both my daughters and my husband and my granddaughters now are all horse folks. Awesome. It, it is awesome because unless you, for our listeners or our viewers, if you're not a horse person, um, we won't bore you with all the horsey stories, but horses transform us. 
Yes. And they do it in more ways than just Kim's Cammy's approach. But there's there's something magical about our relationship with an animal like that. Sometimes it happens with dogs. Um, but I can feel you leaning back against your horse and just taking it all in. There's a warmth and a spirit there that for Cammy and for the others, um, you you need to have that experience in your in your experience set before you know, too long because you'll begin to see why they are transformative. And it's absolutely. So yeah. as you were thinking through on that moment, that epiphany moment where your brain went, swish, mm-hmm. you know, I see another, another way of going. It's not been a straight line. It sounds like you're doing yeah. many more things than, than equine therapy than just entrepreneurial business. <laughs> That's right. It sounds like the joy that you have is finding so many sides to you. The onion is peeling off all kinds of ways. Instead of crying, you're you're growing with it. So <sighs> tell us about it. That's so true. And it's and I think, and that's a, a great way to look at it is, is we're pulling back the layers and more wants to come out from us. And yes. the universe gets all in behind us and says, you know, guess what? You you love to talk to people. Well, then let's why don't you create this community and connect great women to great women? And so that became my extraordinary women connect community. And then I started interviewing women before it was even really a podcast. I was just doing it with some some recording devices and 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 sharing some of the video that came out of it and then it was very clear to me it's like no this is supposed to be a podcast as well so that's where that part of it came out and so there's these pieces that keep coming up and it's it's you follow these golden nuggets that really get dropped in your way and say you know say yes to this and when you can start to say yes to the things that light you up that feel expansive even if they feel scary because sometimes they have definitely felt scary I'm like what the heck you know when I was starting a community I remember I was telling my coach, I said to her, I said, you know, I'm always connecting great women to great women. And I ha- what if I started this, this, this gathering of women coming together? And she said, well, why don't you just do it? And I was like, well, what if nobody comes? <laughs> she was like, just go do it. Right. And that's, you know, it's those little seeds where we stretch into places that aren't always comfortable and we don't really know how they're going to go, but we're, we're saying yes to it anyway. And it opens up doors and it opens up possibilities and it becomes very expansive. Talk a little bit more, though. I think we've always felt somewhere in our growth that moment where, well, what if it doesn't work? Right. You know, that fear of failure. Sure. I've had, I'm an executive coach. I can't tell you how many folks are afraid of that unknown for fear of failing. Mm -hmm. And I too have often pushed in, not always sure about where it was going or why it would go somewhere, but somehow they do, or sometimes they don't. And sometimes I walk away and say, well, that wasn't good. And others are just turning into gold mines of ways of ideas and helping people and and, and I've stopped worrying about the perspective, how big it didn't matter. Um, so you have clearly saw something and you started it, um, but no longer are you afraid of failure. It's already there and moving forward. Well, and what I'll say is, I, I don't know if I'd say I'm no longer afraid because I think I, I, I fear comes up for me. You know, I think on a, you'll always be a little afraid. Right. And I think if you, if you lose that fear, that you lose some, some of the energy. And so- Fear, what I think I, I recognize with fear today that was different, you know, 10 years ago is that I'll feel, I'll notice when I feel fear and I'll go, oh, that's fear, right? And I'll, I'll call it for what it is. 
and then I'll step into it anyway. And, and, and it's, it's kind of a, a dance that I've learned. And I think what I learned to do is to notice it's, I notice much more quickly that the timeline between when I notice fear and when it originally occurred, occurred is that um, it's shorter, right? I've shortened that time frame up so I can catch it and I can make the choices and, and step. Where before I would I would sit in it for a longer period of time. And that's that's where we get kind of messy. Well, talk to our listeners about this wonderful community that you've created. Mm-hmm. And these are creative women coming mm-hmm. together. Talk about what it is, how it works, and why it's becoming such a great community. Oh, and it's growing like crazy right now. I love it. I really am excited about how my community is growing. And it's it's and it's fun because what I hear back over and over again is is that I'm bringing together and creating a culture within that community that is unlike unlike any others that they're being a part of. And I hear that all the time from my people. And I'm like, well, what's different? And they're like, well, we are really there to uplift one another. So there's something about the culture of, you know, when it originally started to connect great women to great women, you need to know this person. You need to know this person because you guys are going to create magic together. Yes. So that was kind of, that was the, the initial piece that really opened up to create this group. And that culture carries forward. And so... And they're women who are out to make a difference. They are, you know, many of them came out of that corporate world and they're like, I left because I really want to make a bigger difference than I was making there. And as, as, so they, they came out of big jobs in the corporate world, but they've got big visions of what they want to make happen in, in their new space. And so we talk a lot about the purpose of how they're going to show up, how they're going to serve, how they're going to make a difference and how they're going to get their voice if the whole world could hear one message from them. Yes. What would it be? And when you find that clarity and message and clarity in supporting one another, how you support one another, there's so much magic that comes from that because everybody is lifting each other up and they're sharing what's happening. Like there's a book launch. One of my clients is launching a book this week. So there's so much energy around her book being launched out into the world. Now I've had others launching YouTube channels or podcasts recently. So it's like this, this amazing community of just saying, go spread this great word because people need to know about what's happening with all these different members in this community. Well, it's sort of magical because is it is it a physical community or is it a virtual one? Well, it's interesting because it was originally very much a physical community. So we would host um, we would host an event three times a year, and then I would host my annual women's conference in November every year, and I and I still do this. However, last year threw in a whole big wrench, right? So <laughs> we had to change a lot up in this last year, and. I probably will go back to our quarterly meetings in the fall and my annual women's conference, Extraordinary Women Ignite Conference, will be a live event in November in Colorado. And I'm super excited about it. I'm, we took that event virtual last year and that was a big learning, huge learning to take a, con- a three-day conference into a virtual setting. Um, we still did the live stage. We still, we, we did a lot of things that were here in person that were, so I had a stage to walk on and some of my speakers had a stage to walk on. 
and then we also had virtual speakers. So it was a very dynamic, but all the listeners were virtual. So it was a big, big shift last year that we had to really take that in. And I'm very proud of how it all turned out last year and very proud of how the community is just continuing to grow from around the world. So it really opened up the opportunity to be much more global than we were before because we were very localized other than I had clients who were outside of Colorado that were joining in. But it really enabled us to put that out in a bigger way from a global perspective. And that was exciting. And I can tell you, I'm so excited about live events in 2021. So <laughs> I, I, it's very interesting because I do a lot of public speaking mm-hmm. and this entire year has all gone virtual. Yes. I'll tell you that I used to, in 2019, put on 129,000 miles on an airplane. Wow. And if I never have to do that again, I'll be yeah. very happy. And, but I love the speaking. But last month, I was able to be in Idaho three times, Iowa twice, Delaware once, and Vancouver twice, and never leave home without it. And so it's enabled me to be far more productive. Yes. And, and the speaking is getting pretty darn good reviews, like they keep asking for more. So there's something that I love about the new virtual world, but I also miss the in-person. So to your point, you can grow global more easily. Um, but we lose something in that interpersonal one-on-ones. And, and I can't tell you how many clients I've met in those wonderful conferences, one-on-ones. So it is an interesting transition going back. I'll have to find out more about when your event is in November and see if I want to be in Colorado. It would be Yeah, fun. absolutely. And, you know, one of the things it was really fun was that um, just two weeks ago, we I held my first live client event. So we had 15 people in our speaker training. It's a three-day speaker training. And we had clients coming in from other places and we social distance, we wore masks when we were like in doing things, except for when they would get up on the stage. And it felt so good. Yeah. I can tell you by day three, I, I just felt this lightness come about and it was, and it was the real life connection yes. that ma- I, I just was like, oh my gosh, how much I have loved this. And the virtual part of it has been great. I've been on some virtual stages. Uh, I podcasting has been, I think podcasting is really where I will shift my focus moving forward versus being on a lot of stages because I love podcasting on my own show. I love podcasting on other people's shows and it's, it's serving me well. So that's my shift that I made in this, this year is saying, you know, the, 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 and I wasn't traveling anywhere near the amount of miles you were traveling. Holy moly. That was a lot of miles. And I'm not really, I'm not being called to, to go back to doing a lot of traveling and speaking. And now a word from our sponsors, Simon Associates Management Consultants. That's us. And we're here to help you see, feel, and think in new ways. Whether you are an organization that's stuck or stalled or an individual in that organization who's looking to rethink their own life's journey, Simon Associates has designed programs and processes to help you do just that. Our first book, On the Brink, A Fresh Lens to Take Your Business to New Heights, told the stories of seven clients who were stuck or stalled and a little anthropology helped them see things through a fresh lens, reignite their growth, and soar again. My new book that came out in January 2021 is called Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business. It's all about how 11 women, including myself, were able to see past the hurdles, the glass ceilings, and the brick walls and become the best that they could be. 
They heard things like women aren't lawyers and women can't lead and women aren't in geosciences. And they said, of course we are. And they really pushed through and did it with such ease that they want other women to see what's possible. At the end of the book, I provide a bit of a how-to process for you. If you're on the brink of rethinking your own life's journey, it's time to pause, step back, and ask yourself, where am I going? What's my passion and my purpose? And am I there or can I get there? Send us your emails to info at andysimon.com and we'll get right back to you to see how we can help. On andysimon.com are some free chapters for both books. And you can also join our newsletter and our Facebook group, Rethink with Andy Simon. We are bringing together women to help other women do what they can't do by themselves, very often to see what's possible and become the best that they can be. Come join us. And now back to our podcast. It is interesting listening to you talk about your journey. Um, My new book called Rethink Smashing the Myths of Women in Business Mm -hmm. um, talks about everybody's personal journey. I have 11 Mm -hmm. women in there and the context in which they all had to overcome hurdles, like yourself in some cases, Mm -hmm. more often the hurdle was, oh, women don't do that, oh, women aren't lady lawyers, oh, women can't lead, and how they were able to craft a successful life, um, overcoming all of those. Mm -hmm. And now we have a program coming out uh, called Rethink Your Journey with Andy Simon, which is similar to what you're doing, but different. Mm -hmm. We created an online course to help women become the best they can be. And so much of it is in how do they recraft their story? We live yes. our story. And yes. so what I love about Cammie's story is that as she is telling it, her smiles, her frowns are all reflecting how she's <laughs> living that story and telling that story. And our listeners or our viewers are going to be transformed as they're hearing it because it is powerful. It is passionate. It is also self-discovery. And now it's helping other women do the same for each other. So our approach was how do I help people do it themselves and then add on the coaching, the roundtables, and the others, the other kinds of human interactions sometimes are needed and sometimes they're not. And so it's interesting to see how we can reach out and help others. You know, Kemi, as you're talking about the success of this, what do you see coming next? Because you and I are a bit futuristic. I have a hunch you understand that we are all humans as futurists. We have to see ahead if we're going to live today. What do you see coming next? Oh, I see our world is really shifting right now. I think we've we've come through a really difficult time. I mean, no doubt. I mean, there's we've just our world has. I mean, I almost feel like we've come through this big portal, and we're starting to see a different way of being. And I, you know, you talk about women in leadership and. You know, I know back into my old days of women in leadership, you know, I remember the buttoned up, the the little bow tie ties you that we had to wear. Too, huh? Oh my God, you know, and it's just how we conformed to fit in in the corporate world, right? Yeah. And I think this is something I see shifting so dramatically right now is the, is the loosening up for women to be able to step into their own skins, be who they are, let their light shine, whatever that light inside of them is, you know, to help them understand why they're here, their purpose, why, you know, all of that is such a valuable gift. And when we step into that light, that fire dancer in them, yes, we really start to 
to lead in different ways. And I think women, I think the, the way women can lead in different ways, that's true to who we are. Yes. There's, there's softer lines. There is, there's strength in that fire inside of us, but it's not shaped like a man might shape that fire, right? It's, 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 it's such a way, it's a different way of, I think we, we have gifts of being compassionate. We have gifts of, you know, our intuition. We have gifts of showing up and being in, in, in softer lines versus the driven, um, uh, driven approaches to business. And I think there's a big, big shift that as we're coming through this past year and coming to the other side, is an invitation for all of us to even examine, because I know it's really easy for me to fall into those masculine driven approaches to business. And I know where my magic happens is when I listen to that soulful wisdom inside of me and I can see things through a spirit guided way, right? And a spirit, however you spirit, everybody spirits differently. So whatever your spirit is, whether it's in nature, whether it's in the church, whether it's, you know, just spiritual, you know, there's, we all get to approach it in a way that we find our own path and show up in our light. And I think it's a different way of leading than we've ever experienced before. And I'm excited how it will shape and shift our world. Well, you know, I always, I have many leadership academies that I've formed for clients yeah. and I've been running them. And what's interesting is leaders need followers. And very often the skills of leading require this word empathy, which everyone talks about, mm-hmm. or compassionate management or the kinds of focus. Um, but at the end of the day, a good leader has people who follow them. Mm-hmm. And the followers are all different. Some are idiopaths and some are them are bystanders and some of them participate and others are activists. We can talk a lot, but the, the trick is how do you find what is important to them to mobilize them so that jobs can get done? And the women who I've studied um, on leadership uh, lead differently. They yeah. listen. The chapter in my book by, about Jamie Candy is a beautiful story about leadership. And I've just done a, a podcast with her. But the, the, the trick for her was to listen, was to begin to understand what mattered to her staff and to her customers. Was it important to get them to hear what the customer story was so that they weren't moving off in one direction that had nothing to do with what the client needed? which was often the the case. And she said, and unless they experienced and heard that, they didn't know what I was talking about. So it isn't what I'm saying or telling, it's what they're learning and hearing and how they then become a better organization. And she's transformed her organization. So it's 50% women, 50% men, very diverse. She's bringing in intentionally a diverse population to be there. Um, she said the most exciting part, though, is to watch everybody changing and everybody rising to a new norm, um, which is about, you know, what is diversity? Anyhow, I've heard too many CEOs of companies saying, well, I hired this person and they didn't stay very long because they didn't work out. And I'm saying, well, is that because you brought them into a foreign country and expected them to And <laughs> what did you do to change? Oh, I have to change. No, they're coming into us. I said, no, you want to change what they're coming into because you're making it hard. They're barbarians when they come in. Nobody talks to them. They don't have lunch. You know, it's like a, a gal in the middle of a women's, of a guy's, you know, you know, you know, cigar shop. It doesn't work. So there's something very important coming. And I, too, 
think that the future is going to be extremely exciting if we can handle it well and not disturbing if we don't, because the women can lead. I mean, look at what Akhil and Raquel or Jacinda Arden did during the pandemic. But it's hard. It doesn't keep it. it these are hard times. So we're going to need a lot of agility and, and good um, adaptability and a willingness to take a little risk and empower others. And uh, I think it's going to be a really cool time to help others do what we're doing. Yeah. So now we're getting close to wrap up time. A couple of things you don't want the listener to forget or you know, the kinds of things you think are important to leave them with. Three, two, one. What what should they remember? Okay. I, I would say that l- learn who you are. Learn the gifts of who you are, your strengths, your passions, your values. Because those strengths and passions and values of who you are, if you stay true to those as an entrepreneur, as a leader, all of that helps you just show up as you. And that's the most powerful way that you can show up is, is in your own skin, being who you are. And liking that. Exactly, exactly. Uh, second, I would say really know your community. Get to, 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 to understand who the people are in your community. Make space for that. Add value to that. Create value for your community because all day long, your community is going to be how you evolve in, in the work that you do. It's it, the, our relationships with others is, is some of the, it's golden. It really is, is golden to how we can show up. And do I want to do another? Uh, I'll do three. And three is I would encourage you to consider the energy that you're putting out into the world. How are you, how are you vibrating you know, from an energetic perspective and take care of you so that you're, you're taking care of your mindset, your body, your community, how you are showing up in the world. And when you, when you really start to take care of yourself first, you, you vibrate on a high level and, and, and the universe is like, she knows where she's going. She knows what she's going to make happen. And the universe gets all in behind you and, and, and opens a lot of doors for you and opens a lot of connections for you. And, and that's so powerful to just continue to grow and expand in a way that is true to who you are and how you're really meant to make a difference in the world. Because I believe everybody is put on this earth right now to make a difference. We were born into this time for a reason. And so go out and do the work you're meant to do. What an inspiring wrap-up to an inspiring talk. I'll add to your three is don't be afraid of the unknown or of failure um, because it's a learning experience. I love teaching a workshop on mistakeology. Mistakes aren't mistakes at all. They're just learning experiences. Some work, some don't. So what? Keep going. Um, because if Cammie has told you anything, is that losing her job, well, that was disruptive and it gave her a lot of pain for a period, but it also was that crisis. And when I work with organizations or people, I tell them if they want to change, have a crisis or create one. <laughs> I didn't exactly expect the pandemic, but for you, the crisis created an opportunity for you to rethink about who you are, where you're going, and then to craft the next stage. You needed a little coaching. And as a coach, and having been coached, that's a good person to listen and echo back to you. So the world isn't an isolate. You don't have to do it all by yourself, but you do have to begin to figure out, you know, how much risk can I take? What kind of things will I learn? 
And some will work and some won't. It's okay. We keep moving along. Just find others to hug you along the way that tell you, hey, you're a good person. So listen, Candy Gildner today has been fantastic. What a great conversation. Thank you so much. Um, what I'd like to do, one thing before I wrap, if they want to reach you and perhaps join your community, how do they do that? They can find me on Facebook. It's Extraordinary Women Connect. And it's uh, where we're connecting great women to great women. So find us there. You can listen to my podcast, with, which is Extraordinary Women Radio. So you see, I've got a bit of a theme here. I've got my Extraordinary Women Ignite conference in November. And my website is camigelner.com. It's a wonderful website as well. So for all of you coming to hear us and On the Brink with Andy Simons, thank you. I hope I've given you a new lens to look through today to think about where you are, where you're going, and how you really want to get there. Now, a couple of things. Our books are on Amazon. Go take a look, rethink. Smashing the Myths of Women with Business came out in January of 2021 and is doing extremely well. It's transformative. I actually have a candle that somebody made with the logo on it because it lights up the lights. And they sent it out to entrepreneurs to thank them for bringing the gift of light. And they sent it with a copy of the book. And it's very interesting to watch things develop that you can't imagine, to your point, of women helping women become the best they can be. And come and join our Facebook group, Rethink with Andy Simon. It's women helping women. Um, it's igniting the changes, but it's more than anything a place for community building. And I do think that's what's so important today. And I haven't quite figured out what we will do when we get back to in-person gatherings, but I think that everybody is real anxious to both sustain the virtual because I come from across the country and I won from Australia. And the other is, you know, how can we complement in person with something that is complementary to it? And um, you can find out all you need. Send us emails at info at andysimon.com and andysimon.com will give you a free chapter on the books and lots of information about all the things that we do to help you become the best you can be. So thanks so much for coming today. I'll say goodbye, stay well, stay healthy, keep smiling and enjoy. It's really a short trip. We must take every day as a gift and enjoy it. Bye-bye now.